This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Big one died. It's just been sitting there. Is it a rotten food in there? Do we still have that fridge or did we dispose of it? I don't know. Someone it was. Fish a, I don't know. Yeah. I so don't pay attention. I don't stay in the break room. On break, I just head to my car and I roll up the windows and I'm like. Scream. And I internally scream. Yeah. 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 Smoke a bunch of bugs. Hello and welcome to another episode of In a Pickle, the show that is dedicated to the less glamorous side of sports. I am your host, Dave Houghton, and with me today, not running in the Boston Marathon, Sarah Raitalik. Sarah. Hello. Hello, hello. I only run if I'm being chased. That's I don't true. run. I won't run for anything. Even I if I am pro- being yeah, chased. Yeah, if I'm being chased, I probably won't. I just kill over. I'm... Yeah. I'll be the strategy behind the zombie apocalypse. I'm not running away from it. Right. You can't stop it. You might as well just conform. Might as well. It's Conform or die. In this case, conform and die. And die. Yeah. But how cool would you be as a zombie? Oh, yeah. So badass. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. And then, like, all the others. That's how you get rid of all the zombies. You just say, hey, just like, follow, and subscribe to my podcast. And all the zombies (laughs) are like, ooh, I gotta go. I gotta go. Nope. No thanks. That's, uh, I can't do that. Nope. Mm -mm. And then there's, like, two, maybe three zombies that are like, cool. All right. Yeah. I'll listen. Yeah, those are the the ones that, like, we ate (laughs) to become zombies. Yeah. So they had to be, they, they yeah, that's yep. where we're at. So that's it. It is uh, a Boston holiday today while we're recording. It is the Boston Marathon. There is a 11 o'clock Red Sox game followed by the marathon that left. What time does that thing start? Uh, Usually like nine. So it starts, there's so many different yeah, start right. times. So there's like the... Men's division, women's division, the wheelchair the division. I think the wheelchairs go first. Yeah, they go first. From what I remember. And they start, I think it's nine. I can't yeah, remember. Maybe. I remember when I worked in Coolidge Corner right on Beacon Street, mm, which fun. it goes goes right there. I would right. have to be in the city at 7 a.m. because everything fun. shuts down. So yeah. it was great. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to going to work today. Uh, I don't have to be there till three, but it's just going to be banged up enough where. Yeah, and everybody else is going to be banged up. This is the biggest, like, you know, you have St. Patty's Day. You have New Year's. No, 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 no. Patriot's Day is the day that Massachusetts people are drunk. Like, they started drinking two hours ago because they were pre-gaming and they're drinking at the marathon. Absolutely. And then they go to the Sox game and then everyone is dead by like four. Yeah. They they start at the marathon, they start drinking, then they go to the Sox game, and then they go back to the marathon, and then they go to a bar, and then they drink until <laughs> until it's time to pass out somewhere. So Yeah. But yeah. today day Patriots Day is uh the 16th anniversary of the pizza toss incident. Yes. Yep. There goes and the pizza. There goes the pizza. 16 uh, years ago on Patriots Day, that pizza was chucked, gave the best commentary ever. Yeah. Uh, and they were also playing the Angels that day. Oh, no way. Yep. Oh, wow. So it all comes full circle. Never got a full answer on why he threw that pizza. 
know. I mean, did you see that other guy's face? I'd throw something at him too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, think of it. It's marathon Monday. You've just been like, ah, out of control all morning. You're just like, <laughs> I get, <laughs> I just got this large pizza that I spent a whole month's mortgage on. Yeah, for real. If you've ever, uh, if you've ever bought anything at Fenway Park, it's about uh, a month's worth of mortgage money for that pizza yeah. or anything really. And the you whole know. story, like he bought a full pizza and was like handing slices out to like all of his friends. And That's then wild, I don't too. know something about that dude. He was just like, fuck it. Maybe the guy who bought the pizza was like, hey, here's a slice. I don't want to eat. I want to just drink. He's like, no, you have to eat something. You're too drunk. He's like, ah. (laughs) It happened to be the right right place or wrong place, wrong time for the other guy who got the pizza on him. But It was so good. I mean, that's one of my favorite. Yeah. Oh, favorite clips of all time. Favorite Jerry Remy commentary of all time. It's so good. I mean, you remember the play, like the ball was going into the outfields and the, you know, the angels player like went in and knocked over the guy's beer. And because first they were talking about the beer and he was like, oh no, the beer spilled. And then all (laughs) of a sudden the pizza comes into the shot and they're all like, what was that? Oh my God. Uh, Here comes a pizza. Memory. I did a TikTok about that. Uh, I should repost it because that was funny. It should be a mental health check because it brings me so much joy yeah. every time I think about it. Yeah. That and the one where the guys, the the couples are in the stands in Fenway. Oh, and the dude and grabs, he, the he grabs the girl's boob. Grabs girl's boob. Yeah, oh and they're trying to hold it together, and they can't hold it together. <laughs> they're just like, and so and so's you know that is classic <laughs> like they're like no man oh, oh. <laughs> like they're like trying they're trying so, so hard, hard. It's, it's so good it's like watching snl when they break character yeah it yeah. was it's great oh i miss those days i know and now don arcillo is calling xander bogot plays over in san diego <sighs> <sighs> so sad don't want to talk about it. So. Don't Anyways, me. so we got a show today. <laughs> yeah, I know. Really I just like, sad. yeah, I know. <sighs> yeah. So. Well, you know, it's the one thing I do want to say with um, Marathon Monday after this week, I just wanted it for us to take a moment and recognize that we just hit the 10 year anniversary. I can't believe it. On it, the 15th. Not only, not only is it like it's been 10 years, but I can't believe it's been 10 years it's it's weird it still doesn't feel as though it has been 10 years right for everything that has happened um it it's wild when you stop and think about where the time has gone it still feels like it's yesterday where it is kind of raw but at the same point in time when you look at it on the scale like in comparison to like the Red Sox World Series wins. Right. And you can be like, yeah, that 2013 was a while ago. Right. But um yeah, 10 years. Yeah. I uh, but... I just recently watched a Martin Richard documentary. He was the 8-year-old boy who died of the bombing. And um they they were talking about how, you know, 10 years have come and gone and that all his friends now that they're 18 they can participate in the Boston Marathon. So I, I think a couple of them are running today in oh, honor really? of Martin Richard. Oh, then, that's amazing. I'm like, wow, 10 years on that scale, like when they show all the pictures of Martin Richard with his friends, and they're all just babies, you know, they're eight years they're old. so young. And then they interview them, and you're like, wow, that's 10 years. Like that's how – like how I really got thrown into perspective on, on the 10 years, you know, where it's like, yeah, geez, those kids are, are 18 now. Like they're They're adults. They're adults, you know, that's a wild. And one of the saddest things was when they interviewed Martin Richard's father. And he's like, you know, I, I, I've remained close. We, we have remained close contact with all of Martin's friends in the past 10 years. And, they invite us to their their games and their proms and their all all this stuff and and we go to all these things because we want them in our lives 
And then when we go home, we just cry our eyes out because we oh, that was man. taken away from us. Um, my nose is getting red. I'm gonna start. <laughs> I'm like start crying. <laughs> like, I broke Sarah, everybody. I broke. Her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's it's stuff like that that like really it hits home because yeah. you know that I would never wish that upon anyone losing a child, and no. you know it's something where those parents kudos to them for not shutting down and still wanting to be a part of those other kids lives because they know that if their son was here that those kids would be at their house all the time and right. they would be so heavily involved in so much stuff so you know it's really great in some aspects but yeah. the other side of the coin it's like man and that family man that those those four people were dealt such a bad hand too like that marathon bombing really like screwed up all four well obviously it screwed up martin richards but his sister lost her leg uh the mother lost uh partial vision and the father can't hear out of one of his ears so like they're all they're all messed up you know like each one of them suffered because the bomb went off right next to him right it was so but, awful. Uh, Zania's rotting away in Colorado, so. Dick. You know, but, you know, the highlight that came from 2023, uh, 2023, yep, that's what we're in right now. Was this I don't show, know you're right, you're this absolutely show. right. The highlight of you 2023 know, is this episode. Right yeah. Right, IAPradio.com. With 2013, and it was the Red Sox that helped heal. Yeah. The city. Oh, yeah. That they picked up the whole city and carried them on their backs and right. in the monster i don't know if you follow itm it's the in the monster podcast yeah i i do it, we're yeah. we're connected like we're friends on yeah like media, they're but... all and they did an interview with a couple of the players and you know they were saying how like john lester was like no we're we're going to the world series we're going to win this we're going in july he was saying we're going to get this city the duck boats. We're going to do right. this for the city. And they picked up everyone in Massachusetts. Everyone, because everyone comes far and wide to run this marathon. So everyone globally right. who was right. affected by this, the Red Sox in 2013 had picked up everyone and showed their resilience and carried them on their back right. to win the World Series. Yeah. That You couldn't write a better story. Oh, I know. I really couldn't. I know. That year. It's like when um the Patriots won the Super Bowl after 9/11. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a, it really couldn't is. I write know we, it. You... we joke about it like it's scripted, but like you can't write a better script. You know, no. just where it just the city that is affected. I know the Patriots are obviously from New England and not from New York. I'm I'm just saying like Patriots 9/11, but yeah. For for the Boston Marathon, you couldn't write a better script than the home team winning. Well, we got heavy. We got the heaviness out of the way early. Yeah, now we can fuck so, around. Woo, let's find so out. Now if you're now if you're still with us and you you washed your face and dried your eyes, we can uh get into some rewind. I haven't cried in years, so it's, Well, yeah, you're no dead emotion. on the inside. Yeah, yeah we know. Yeah. We've talked Somebody about this the multiple other times. Somebody asked me the other day, can you pinpoint the last time you felt emotions? I was like, yeah, 2016. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was it. You feel it. <laughs> you know, that was it. Uh, and then you, I'm just, uh, you're just holla. dead. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm, I'm no, it's nothing. so on the spectrum with like, I don't just get like, oh, let me like wipe my tears here. I'm like, <laughs> like full on. Like there's no, there's no gradual build up to it it's like legit like i'm just diving all in so it's really just complete dead or complete just breakdown yeah Yeah. there's no no me it's just dead dead yeah Yeah. you're dead dead inside dead behind the eyes yeah yeah i can see it i see it every week yeah wait my eyes are lively look at this zombie all right so what do we got in the news today let's kick it all right let's do we got a quick little rewind so last week we spoke again about rudy gobert we spoke of him last week again this that and the other thing 
However, Jaden McDaniels, his teammate, is out indefinitely, and he suffered two fractures in his hand uh, when he made the decision to punch a wall in a moment of frustration during the Timberwolves-Pelicans game that Jesus. same weekend. This game really it, got under everyone's skin, it huh? got under everyone's skin. And supposedly this incident had happened before the altercation on the bench between Gobert and Anderson, oh, which is like, Wow, well, this what whole, was this whole team's on? out of pocket, right? Oh, off the rails, clearly. Wow, wow. that's yeah. unbelievable. And, and you know what? Like, this is the first time they've been in the playoffs in a while, and and it just for them, it just kind of sucks that they're playing Denver because yeah. they're just going to get steamrolled, you know. And it's just, um, I don't, something needs but, to be done during the offseason. Yeah. Like I know yeah, Danny Ainge balls. fleeced um they fleeced Minnesota and they traded like a a whole basket full of people for Rudy Gobert. And then Danny Ainge is like, ha, I did it again. <laughs> Look at me. He's twirling his mustache. Guys a bunch of stuff for Kevin Garnett, and then we won a championship, and you guys are still in the shitter. Twirling still they're his suffering. Mustache. Tying women to the railroad tracks. Unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Wah, this is the first time wah. they've made the playoffs since I think uh oh Jesus. Uh I I don't even know. It was it was the early aughts. It was the early aughts. Yeah, because I think Kevin Garnett was the last player. Yeah. It was Kevin Garnett and five oh six. Maybe oh five. Maybe. I could be wrong. Yeah. I probably am. But. You and me both. It doesn't matter because nobody really cares about basketball in Minnesota. And they got such a good team. Like, uh, Carl Anthony Towns, I mean, that dude is like, he is going to be like supreme on a much different team. Better team on a different (laughs) team that has coaching and structure and not dumbasses punching walls and fighting each other. Against the Pelicans. I know. You got that stressed out during uh, a, a bird that game. fills its mouth up with oh. water and fish? Yeah. Right. Is that a pelican? The pelican with yeah, the Yeah, that's a pelican. Old, Has the big old like thing. Yeah, the big old like, bowl. Jowl. Right? Yeah. I know yeah. a lady who had a face like that. Really? Yeah. I might have dated sure. a girl who had a face like that. You do weird things in your 20s. Yeah, this is very true. Yeah. Uh, so another rewind. Yeah, yeah. We're going to move on from discussions of our 20s <laughs> before we sure? spiral out. Sure? <laughs> uh, another rewind. Uh, Sean Kemp is being charged with assault in the shooting incident from back in uh, back on March 8th. This is, the, this is that 8th. alleged drive-by incident. This right? was Where the they, alleged they drive-by. He, yeah. All his stuff was stolen. Why? Why now? Why? I thought that was over and done with. I thought it so, was like, yeah, he grabbed they, this stuff back. He found out that it was, it was stolen. Like yeah. Um. Th- what ended up happening was that the they left the investigation open. Yeah. Uh. At that time, he wasn't pressed with any charges or anything like that. So when they did follow up with the investigation, they found like a, the gun in the bushes and all of this. And he cooperated and said, yes, that is my gun and whatever. So, you know, he was shooting and must've chucked it rather than held on to it. Um, and it's interesting. Well, that's a because, terrible idea. Why would he do that? I don't know. Drugs. I, that's all I got. <laughs> Weed. Cause I got yeah. high. Because I got high. Because I got high. He's da, a da, licensed da, gun da, owner. Da. Like it's it's okay I don't to know. have a gun on you. That's what I read. So I was like, I don't know what to uh. believe anymore. Cause it's this is like so they are saying this is first degree assault. And in Washington State, it is a class A felony. So the class A felony category category category. Yep. Category has like first degree murder, second degree murder, rape. Um it's got like any it has so many very wild things that you could understand like yeah you could be tried for life in prison right. um but for this he could face life in prison be by Washington state's laws 
That's like the maximum sentence. That's weird. Yeah, I looked it up and I was like, how is, okay, assault with a deadly weapon. Okay, like I get it, but there's so many other factors. I, wasn't he fired upon first? That's what I thought. I oh, was. This is a whole new can. That's yeah. Uh, whole new can of worms. Because I mean, he found out where his stuff was that was stolen. Out. Was his was his car stolen or was his property? Stolen? It was the property that was within his car was stolen. But his car w- wasn't stolen. No, it was, no, his, it was I- his like his items, his iPhone, yeah. his I think wallet. Yeah, probably some. So feed, like I don't know. He goes and gets his stuff back. Obviously, you have a gun because you're dealing with criminals anyways, because they stole your shit. So you might as well bring some sort of weapon to defend yourself, because sometimes they have the people who stole shit have weapons. Just ask Batman, who's who lost his parents. And, And so it's like, why would you why would you get in trouble for standing your ground? I don't know. It's there's got to be something more. In the underlying <clears throat> Washington state bylaws, yeah. there's like the laws because you have to remember where we are. We have a different breakdown of laws and categories and classes, whereas, yeah. you know, for us, I think class A is like possession. I think that's what class A follows under for right. um, like it's very different in Massachusetts than it is elsewhere. Right. But uh Yeah. I guess we're I'm going to look a little bit further into it to see if I can find the police report and see what was actually said within the police report. Yeah. Um, mainly because I'm sitting here scratching my head going, OK, he's being arraigned on May 4th. Like what? I'm mm, so save the date, everybody. May 4th. Sean May Kemp's 4th. May the 4th be with you. Oh, yeah. Oh, we should have a whole style. Nope. No. Nope. No. <laughs> Pass. <laughs> Stop. 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 I'm not doing Stop. any kind of Star Wars show. Stop. All right. You convinced me. We'll do a Star Wars show. Wow. Well, that's weird. Yeah. So we definitely got to keep an eye on that because uh, I'm curious. I'm curious to see what the hell that's yeah. all about. I don't know laws or things. I don't know anything that's a noun. I barely I don't. know where I am. Yeah. Nouns. Because yeah. you're at a place. Nouns. Yeah. Nouns are hard. People, places, and things. Nouns. Yeah. The worst. Yeah. Who, what, the where, what? why, and when. Oh, uh, too much. I don't know. So what else we got? All right. So we're going to jump into the news. We're done with Rewind. Whoa. See you later. Yeah. Be kind. Rewind. Holler. All right. So what a weekend for NBA injuries. Yeah. Right oh after the in, in the first game of the playoffs. Injury, injury, <laughs> injury. Yeah. What? Two hands in a back. It's crazy. Yes. A uh, little out of control. First, you had uh, John Morant left. No, wait. Game. Go back even further. Go back to the first game. Celtics versus the Hawks. Oh, Jalen Brown's hand Brown's reopened. Hand. Yeah. I forgot from the, the hand that he cut from from the, the vase that he knocked oh, over and he tried to clean up the glass. First of all, that. Don't, don't touch glass with your bare hands. Get a broom. Um, that all those stitchings reopened and then everything else happened. Yes, well, Sunday. Yeah, all trickle down. I totally forgot about that because yeah. I didn't watch the game. So that's why I was like, oh, oblivious to the world. <laughs> um, So you had that hand, number one. Dun, dun, dun. Bum, then you bum, had John ja Morant left the game with a hand injury. Yeah. Then you had Tyler Hero left the game with a broken hand. Yeah. So it's three hands. I mean, I yep. only got two. Third one just comes up. Hello. Oh. Um, and then you had Giannis left the game yesterday with the back injury. Right. So you had three hands in a back. I mean, sounds like a boy band. And then but, there was uh, a um, there was a a thing. I watched a little bit of the Lakers game, and Anthony Davis thought that he dislocated his shoulder. Even though he's made out of glass, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's uh, the Chris Ayla basketball. Dude's always hurt. But a um, dislocated shoulder is something that you could just be like, boop, plop it right back in. Yeah. You know, 
you had John Morant had to go in for x-rays. Giannis had to go in for x-rays. They both were cleared, but they're game, game time decisions. So they may right. not play in game two, but it's something that dislocated shoulder. I would, yeah, I'm going to be dragging it on the floor for a bit. It's going to be a little painful, but I just bite down on a towel and you just pop that sucker right back in. The thing you can kind of see where the Lakers are in their own. Now they did win the first game, but you can kind of see how, what, what their mindset is, what their mindset is with their whole team. There's guys on that team that are playing hard and they want to win. And then yeah. there's guys who could give a shit less what they do and how they do it. Like you have guys like Anthony Davis who just, he kind of, I don't know. Every time I watch a game and like, I had really high hopes for Anthony Davis and when he was with the Pelicans and everything. And like, I thought he was going to be like something special, but he is like, I don't know. He's a good player, but like, it just seems like there's always something hurt or, Something's weird with him. And then you get like LeBron James. And it's just, I Ugh. can't stand the freaking guy, anyways. And it's just like, he's always got a hair across his ass about something. And then you flip over to a young team. You go to Miami. Tyler Hero breaks his hand and he still shoots the ball and makes it three. Oh, Meanwhile, absolutely. like, LeBron James is, is calling out sick from a game because there's not enough powder on the, the table that he can throw up in the air, you know? Right. Or it's too hot. So he's cramping because he's got his period. (laughs) Somebody said it. And I, I 1000 degree uh, agreed with it. LeBron James is just on that. He's not going to be effective in the playoffs. He's in just that downward tailspin of his career. He's on the cliff. I feel like he's just going to embarrass himself. The yeah. longer he plays, I'm not saying yeah. he should well, retire with that but... hairline. Yeah, mm, yeah I know. hairline is ex- you know escaping faster than his career, and the fact that he sways like a middle school kid. Oh my god, Bart's what was poop. that? Yeah. Oh my god, and he's like yelling at himself with those swears, and I'm like, yeah. yep, and that's why you're doing just right, right. like dumbass. Oh, I, if you didn't I, see that video, head on over to IAP Radio on Instagram, and you can see that. It's yeah, kind of can, funny. You can Not see gonna lie. Say a bunch of swear words that don't make any sense. Yeah. I, I I don't know. I, I I don't want to turn this into a LeBron shitting session, but I just that guy's. I'm fine with it. Yeah. I, Fuck I, that guy. I hope he leaves the NBA and never comes back. Which I know yeah. it's not going to happen, but dream a little dream. So, yeah. You ready for the next? Paul Pierce. Is denying that he had crapped himself in the 2008 NBA Finals. He is also saying that the stain that was on his shorts was superimposed. Okay, I got I got a couple of different things to say about this. <laughs> First off, if you didn't want people to think that you shitted on yourself in the playoffs or in the finals, then when that interview came out a few years ago where somebody asked you if you shitted on yourself in the finals and you didn't answer, but you kind of made a, oh, you know, things Uh. happen. If you didn't want that, you should have just said, no, I didn't do that. That was just, I had a bad, uh, my knee hurt or something. I, I sprained my knee. And second off, you're a retired player. You've been retired for five years, six years now long enough yeah whatever well it's long no it's longer than that isn't it uh probably We're in 2013 with the covid year pro- probably like a seven or eight years now oh wow yeah see right? that's another reason time flies you don't even realize it so maybe i mean seven? I, I i say it on my end because like i'm not famous and you know i don't i don't care about uh, like status or anything like that or I just, who cares? Who cares? If if right. you shit it on yourself, if people think you shit it on yourself, like, well, so what? So what? No who one's going to think any less of you. We've all In been fact, there. You're doing yourself a little bit of a disservice by fighting the fact that people are saying that you shit it on yourself in the finals. If you just didn't say anything anymore, 
no one's going to bring it up. No. You now know? we're all talking about it yet again. Here yeah. we are. We're talking I mean, about we talk about it all the time. 10 but... plus years ago, you know, 15 years ago it happened and we're yeah. still talking about it. Can you imagine if a dump lasted 15 years? Oh, man. <laughs> like, Poor sphincter. Come on. It's just like if you didn't say anything like, yeah, people people are going to continuously bring it up because it's funny, right? It's funny. But it sure is. Just be like, whatever. Humanize yourself too. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Shit happens yeah. literally. You... And you never trust a fart. Never trust right. a fart. It's just as a like prime example. You could you could have been funny about it and been like, ha, never trust a fart. And then just went from that. Like just gone from there. But no, you are now being like, no, I sprained my knee. Yeah. And then they got a wheelchair. I was like, and he the way that he was hunched over and sweating, I was like, Yeah, you're sweating from playing, but you're also sweating saying you have this sharp pain. Not saying you have a sharp pain in your knee, but you could have that sharp pain in your abdomen and can't walk to the bathroom because you're gonna continue shitting your pants. So then that's why they got the wheelchair. There's so many things here. That right. still line up with you not trusting a fart and shitting yourself. And then he's saying, oh, I never wanted that wheelchair. They just brought it out because they couldn't carry me. No, they brought out the wheelchair because you shit it on yourself and everyone's right. sorry. Okay. Everyone's Nobody sorry superimposed poop in the back of your pants. Because if they were, if I was to superimpose poop on the back of your pants, I would put a lot more than just a weird A lot shirt. more. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's, let's think about that. Yeah. Also... You're you're just ruining a future contract with Depends Adult Diapers. Like, right? Think about the millions of dollars that you can get from Depends. Depends, Squatty Potty, yeah. freaking. He could be the face of the the bidet, like the yeah. portable bidet. Like he's got like, so. I can already many write the slogan for things. the Depends Adult Diapers. When the game depends on you, I depend on Depends. <laughs> Never trust a fart. Right? Come on. This shit writes itself. It really does. Oh, man. Freaking A. Yeah, that was like a very, very upsetting thing this weekend. I was like, I'm like, how are you going to ruin my weekend by trying to deny this? Why the fuck you lying? (laughs) Yeah, right? Why are you always lying? Also, like, who cares? Who cares? We've all been there, man. Yeah. All been there. And I love like, Paul Pierce, but he's uh, like, he's irrelevant. It doesn't matter. He's not doing anything. Nah. I mean, unfortunately, when he goes onto these shows on ESPN and all these sports shows, he kind of gets made fun of all the time because the fact like, now I'm not denying he was a great player. And again, I must stress that I love Paul Pierce. He was mm-hmm. one of my favorite Celtics players of all time. He was my generation. My generation's Larry Bird. Like, he was the player that I grew up with. Mm-hmm. And he's doing himself a disservice because he goes around and says that he was the all-time greatest ever and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I mean, you were great on this team, but, like, there yeah. are a laundry list of other players that were a lot better than you not to take anything away from him but i'm just oh, saying no. like don't go That's... on don't go on these shows and be like oh yeah i was way better than Dwayne wade no i'm sorry and i hated the heat i hated the heat i liked yeah. Dwayne wade but i hated the heat even before lebron james went to the heat i just never liked that team now that tyler hero say i respect i like tyler hero i, I still don't care about the heat though but uh, Listen, it, it's just like, who cares, man? Just admit he hasn't learned his lesson with keeping his mouth shut about and saying, not saying the wrong things because, you know, saying the wrong things going to get you stabbed. <laughs> and know. you thought he would have learned that lesson. Yeah. But the reality is he's just waiting to get stabbed again. That's Sorry, horrible. Paul. Oh, it's too bad. And you know who's going to stab him? The owner of X-Lax. <laughs> why are you denying the contract you were supposed you to sign shit? it don't deny shit you shit you shit it on yourself paul pierce if you're listening man just admit to it and also we love you man love you we love you where's yeah. that wheelchair 
Yeah, right? I want that shit staying wheelchair. Why Let's get somebody else. Like, Why are you always lying? Who helped him to the locker room? Can we can we get their opinion on it? There's got to be someone. There was an attendant who like wheeled it when he was like, Ooh. let's get the guy who did the laundry when Paul Pierce had to take off his underpants and, and shorts. You know, maybe he can tell us. Also, are those underpants and shorts on eBay right now? We can bid on them. Shit stained pants. The Paul hmm. Pierce wore in the finals. You know? Somebody's got them. You know, he has them in his trophy case with the of wheelchair. They're in a plastic bag. They're in the plastic bag yeah. hung up with the lights on them. Every time he has friends over, he's like, open that bag. And they open it. <laughs> Take like, a whiff. <laughs> what the hell is that? 2008 champion shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's the shit of a champion. <laughs> That's some stained drawers of a champion. <laughs> oh, man. Poor Paul. Uh, Stay off TV. Just do the do the commercials with KG. You know, start yeah, a podcast your, like everybody else does. And do your uh, what is it? Bet MGM or whatever the fuck. Yeah, it is. I don't yeah. do whatever you're betting. Whatever. Just start a podcast like everybody else does, and you can defend your your shit pants the whole day. Who cares? I don't know. It's just him every episode. This yeah. episode, episode one, is reason one as to why I did not shit myself. <laughs> And, and then it's like the opposite reason, and it just opposite reason that he's shitting. Yeah, and then it's every episode. Welcome to episode two. This is the <laughs> second reason as to why I didn't shit myself, and it's legit. Just thousands upon thousands of reasons that he right. made up that he didn't shit himself. When in reality, for my next guest, I get my former teammate Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett's like, "Hey man, you remember that time you shitted on yourself?" Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't me. We have my we have my doctor here to confirm that I do not have IBS. <laughs> oh, no. all right, let's get this shit out of all here. Right. What are we... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus! We could talk about. Uh, we could have a whole podcast just about Paul Pierce shitting on himself. Seriously, amazing. man, it's amazing. It'd be amazing indeed. Paul, if you listen, right. give us a call. Yeah, Paul, holler. Um. So this one stings a little, but has a happy ending. For the first time in 17 years, the Should Pittsburgh I Penguins. I know <laughs> the Pittsburgh okay, Penguins have failed to reach the playoffs. 17 years, huh? 17 years. This and was. Who, and who took their place? I, uh, I don't. I don't. I don't watch a lot of hockey, so like, who is the new face? Like who? Who's the new one in the playoffs right now? Because well, what I'm saying is like, you know, in the NBA, you have like the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Sacramento Kings. They haven't been to the playoffs in a while. So like, you know. I'm pretty sure everyone's been there. I'm trying to remember who's in right now. Or I don't at know. Least, it's uh, been, at least what I'm saying is who been hasn't been Ranger in the playoffs in a house. while. Because it has okay. to be someone new that wasn't in there last year if the Penguins are Anaheim? out. Anaheim? I'm trying to I'm trying to do the whole bracket. Everything in my head right now is yeah. Rangers, 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 Rangers. Because now that Pittsburgh's out, that's all this house is talking about. Right. Well, and by this house, I mean the husband. It's just right. Rangers, 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 Rangers. And I'm like, he was very kind to me when it was finalized that Pittsburgh was out. He was, you know, like, I'm, I'm so sorry. Like it was, it was kind of like something, some, it was like something died and he was very nice and kind about it. And he's Are like, you oh, yeah, you know, he's, it's, let's get you some dinner. Got me takeout, you know, like, oh, sorry. And then the next day he's like, all right, my schedule for the week. So I can watch the Rangers playoffs <laughs> games, blah, 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 blah. And then he's just going off and he's like, okay, we got a DVR this day, and DVR that day. And then this and then that. And then like, I'm shutting my phone. And I'm like, yeah, all right, cool. I'll be in the office. That's great. Brian. Um, all right. So I, East, uh, Eastern, 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 Conf Eastern conference. I'm standing up. So I don't struck out. So Eastern conference this year is the devils versus the Rangers. Bruins versus Panthers, Maple Leafs, Lightning, Hurricanes, Islanders. Panthers, when was the last time they were in the playoffs? Weren't they in last year? I don't know, but the Panthers definitely took the place of... So they took the place of Pittsburgh. It yeah. was them and Pitt were neck and neck, and 
basically Montreal had to win on uh what was it I don't even know they had a win last week in order for Pitt to go in and of course Montreal didn't win and I was like well this just solidifies the uh great season that we had and Anaheim is not in the playoffs they're actually last place yeah they're like wild card situation no they're they're complete last place Anaheim Ducks oh did I say Anaheim Ducks yeah oh would it Florida Panthers? The, it's all the they were same. The worst team in the league this year. Yeah, I fucking hate anything that is south. Yeah, anything that's like south of like where, like the Carolinas are. I just and going across the board to right. the West Coast. I feel like that doesn't. That's not hockey territory. Yeah, you're it's you're hot. teetering. You're teetering a fine line at North Carolina. So it's like, here's North Carolina, and the line goes from North Carolina all the way across the country and goes down. I don't care. Right. That's it. I don't. Right. That's just me. Sorry. Like, I know your team exists, and I know everyone loves, like, Tampa Bay Lightning and all that crap, but I don't pay attention to you. <laughs> My bad. Sorry. <laughs> I'm. So, it's We're so northeast Right. And it's like, right. you know, East, the Metropolitan Conference is like, you know, what Pittsburgh and um, the Rangers are in. So, like, that's what we focused on that we focus on hugely in this house. Like, we don't even right. talk about the 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 B word in this house, even though we live in B Nation. <laughs> um, I'm not saying the, the the name because it is playoff hockey and I don't right. say it. Um, the 2023 Stanley Cup winners. Yeah. All right. They're gonna choke. They're gonna choke. Wouldn't that it. be awful? That'd be like the oh they're gonna choke. Two thousand seven Patriots where they were undefeated and they lost in the Super Bowl. Oh, they lost, yeah. The Randy Moss year. The Randy was Moss the, comeback year. Was that oh seven? Yeah, I yeah. believe so. The year that uh Randy Moss and was on the team and it was lights out. It wouldn't surprise me. You yeah. have to remember the Bruins are the Bruins. They will fuck it up somehow. Yeah. Um oh, so getting back to this, because we can spiral all day. Yeah, absolutely. Um, why did I think that Anaheim was in Florida? Hold on, let's talk about geography for a second. Like, I really have no idea about anything when it comes to geography. Maybe. Like, well, all right, all right. Here's here's. I'll, I'll save you on this one. Anaheim Mighty Ducks. You were probably thinking we're in Florida because Anaheim Mighty Ducks is a, or the Mighty Ducks is a Disney movie, and Disney not only is in California but it's also in Florida. No, I think I'm just a fucking idiot. I was just trying to save you there, Sarah. Jeez. Nah, yeah, I mean, I respect it and appreciate it, but I'm going to call a spade a spade. All right. All right. It's two states that need to fall in the ocean. Anyways, moving on. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding for all our California and Florida listeners. Love you. It, they're both actually, well, California is going to fall into the ocean one it's day. So, it's, you know, though, scary out there. I don't yeah. like earthquakes. I don't know how y'all do it out there. Godspeed. Yeah, well. I'll take my I'll take my snow and my geo bombnados that drop crazy oh, yeah. wind and rain. I love those storms. And then those storms are wild. Yeah. And then I'll I'll take my blistering cold because you know what? We don't have earthquakes. We don't have hurricanes like crazy. We have some, but not a lot. Right. And we don't have meth gators. That's true. That's true. Boom. We just boom, get heroin boom. addicts, but I mean that—that's—that's. That's I mean, but who doesn't? Whatever. That's All right. Okay, so getting back to, you know, Sarah's sadness of her listening to um some really sad music this past week. Um, the highlight and the thing I want to say, I want to take a moment and say thank you to the Fenway Group. You'll you never hear that coming out of my mouth. Hmm. You never hear it. But the Fenway group, they were not happy that they were not in the playoffs. Um, no. They are pro- protecting their investment and had made the decision to go in and clean house. Right. They fired Ron Hextile, Brian Burke, and Chris Pryor. And they were like, yep, get the fuck out. Right. Everybody wanted Ron Hextile out. Um, even at the midway point of the season after uh, he did nothing during 
the trade deadline. He did nothing. So everyone was like, what the fuck? They need to get rid of this dude. He is a flyer. He was taking down the organization right. from the I, inside I, I out. I was just I was just going to ask you, Ron Hextall, the goalie from the Flyers back in the. Yes. OK. Yes. They trusted him being the GM of Pittsburgh. <sighs> do was a flyer for the for life career, right? For life. Yes. Yeah. He was. This is like def- a Mike Milbury and an NHL conspiracy thing where it's like he ripped the the Islanders he from ripped the inside. It. Ripped yeah. it from the inside. Hmm. Ripped it. Hmm. He he was like saving face, like you know, like I got Malkin and Latang to stay, and blah blah blah. Like no, it wasn't you who got them to stay. It was the money that got mm-hmm. them to stay. Yeah. Right. You know, they could have gone to free agency, but it was more like it was the money. Show right. me the money. John Henry and Tom Werner made a joint statement uh, about this and about the team. All I can think of is when you say the two of those guys made a joint statement, they got on stage and they both read their script together <laughs> at the same time. And nobody understands what they're saying. Like, what the hell are they talking about? <laughs> and we'll see you next year. <laughs> oh, is there a fire? Oh, sir. <laughs> oh God. Oh, who's gonna fucking carry me to my yacht? Those two guys, John Henry, can fucking piss me. Oh God. Let it slap him in the face. I hope they clean house with the Red Sox after this year. Well, that's the thing. So the statement made me go. Let me read the statement, and then this is going to be my take yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah. Going into the on the Red Sox side of it, um. The team will benefit from new hockey operations leadership. Absolutely. And they also said, we believe in our core group of players and the goal of contending for the Stanley Cup has not changed. So, yes, they weren't fucking around with their investment. Now, what this tells me is that, okay, we, we've we gone from this this now 2018 curse, as I want to call it. And a lot of things had on the Red Sox spectrum, not on the Pittsburgh. We're done. Oh, talking okay. About Pittsburgh. Okay. On the, on the Red Sox spectrum, we have this 2018 curse kind of lingering, lingering over our heads where everyone who is homegrown is no longer here. We right. had new, a new GM come in at that time who basically lit everything on fire and we got deep discounts on older players and made redonkulous trades. Right. For older players. So I think now with this investment where they thought that they were going to ride high into the playoffs um, and this was their moneymaker for the rest of the like going halfway point for baseball season. Now that this has fallen off, they're solely looking at baseball now going, okay, we really need to do something if this moneymaker situation that will give us money all the time is not going to thrive. We need to clean house on this end. Right. So Absolutely. I think this is going to be the defining season. I think everyone's ass is on the line for the Red Sox this season. I'm fine with everything and cleaning house in the Red Sox. I think they needs to be done from up to there's, down. There's nobody else left. No. Now that Raphael Devers is, is, inked up for 11 years like you can excuse me you can just you're more comfortable now everybody else is gone everybody else is gone from the 18 team you got chris sale who i i honestly i i think he just needs to be put out to pasture honestly the whole pitching staff is just fucking god awful i mean tana huck is probably the only good thing out of that pitching staff well now whitlock's back and he played well yeah, Whitlock um, played yesterday. well. Yesterday. He but played you, well yesterday. You let so many guys walk away. Like, why? So why? Many. Why? Why? That's that's what I don't understand. So what I would like to see is I would like to see everyone gone. Get rid of your GM, assistant GM. Honestly, get rid of Cora. I know who I want. I'll you know who you. I want as my manager. You know who? who I fucking want as my manager. I want motherfucking Jason Veritek yeah. as my fucking manager that is the guy that is the grit that is the heart of the fucking red Sox. that is the guy i want he wants to win and he doesn't mind slapping a rod in the face to do so and i know i know we have a lot of red Sox fans that listen to the show and 
I mean, obviously because we're homegrown, we're, you know, we love the Red Sox and everything, but like, I am not on board with Alex Cora. Yeah. He might've won 2018 title, but you know what? If you're going to put an asterisk on the 2017 Astros title, you have yeah, to put an asterisk put it on, on the 2018, 2018 Red Sox and, title, which uh, absolutely breaks my heart. But he is a cheater. And uh, there is no doubt about that. Through and through. And it's something where I am someone who's able to admit fault to an extent. Like, I don't always admit it. I will. Right. I'm stubborn, so I'll fight it in to the death but i'm perfect so i never i never do it right i know and dead on the inside um but when it comes to that 2018 team there is an asterisk because they were in a report about the watches and the tv and the communication from the right the clubhouse and bullpen and there was a lot of technology used because they couldn't use trash cans you can't use trash cans in fenway park so they Figured out another. There is an asterisk. I'm not saying that it was all 100% cheating. Right. We had we had a friggin' phenomenal homegrown team yeah, that, that was started from team. the ground Absolutely. up. From the ground Absolutely. up. No, no huge, 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 huge names outshined right. anything. But I am able to admit that there was some questionable habitual line stepping. Yeah, I definitely think that everything started to fall apart right after that championship where we let Mookie Betts go. We let Andrew Benatendi go. Obviously, we that let Xander Bogats go. Ugh, that one still hurts. We let Benatendi. Kyle Schwarber go. We let Hunter Renfro go. And I'm not saying that they were part of the 2018, but I'm just saying all the people that we let go. And then you look back and you see Xander Bogats, Mookie Betts, Andrew Benatendi, Hunter Renfro. Kyle Schwaber just fucking crushing it for their other teams. And it's like, man, I wish we had a guys like that on our team. The thing that fucking still to to this day and why I'm so still bitter and angry with the Red Sox is the Christian Vasquez oh, situation. God. Finding out while being interviewed and look the shit that he went and did in Houston. Yeah. If that wasn't the biggest fuck you yep. to the Red Sox organization, kudos to you. I love him. I so mean, I. I hate that he's in Minnesota now. I hate that he's with like Joey Gallo. Yeah. But like, I love him. He's such a great teammate. He's a heart and soul player. Right. The fact that they did him dirty after warmups yeah. for you're about to play the game. You're 45 right. minutes right. from the pitch being thrown and you just trade him to the team that you're playing against. Right. You just trade him. Like he legit went, finished batting practice, was interviewed, had found out from the reporters that he was traded to Houston and then went downstairs, cleaned out his locker, put everything in the bag and then went over to the opposing locker room. I was like, like hey, what guys. What a shit way to find out that you're not on the team anymore. But that's you know? how fucking Bloom has been handling this team. Yeah. Like fucking like shit. He just I'm ready for him to go. I'm ready for Cora to go. I'm ready for fucking I'm ready for everything to be lit on fire and just start again. Yeah. You, you, I mean, you totally just you drop the ball and everything. And it's just now we, you have to basically start from scratch. And for a lot of organizations, maybe not so much the Red Sox because they're they have money. They have deep pockets. But for a lot of organizations. Starting from scratch means at least 10 to 15 years of being in the basement, right. you know, and it's just hard to witness something that can be so good turn into absolute into dog shit. shit into shit. We won four titles in 20 years shit. on on the backs of like great players, a lot of homegrown players. And then all of a sudden it's all over and you're like. Who the what fuck, the fuck is did running we do? the ship right what now? Is what? what is going yeah. on? I don't know. The thing that got me so hellbent and why I was so bitter and up in arms after last season was everyone wanted to keep these players that we had. We had a great team last year. We had a lot of solid yeah. players. Yeah. But we couldn't do dick with it. Right. So I was like, why are you going to keep these players and not pay Rafi. Like, why are you going to fight to keep all these players, not keep the youngest player on your team who's going to be the face of your organization? And, 
like you're not you didn't win anything with all these guys. You finished in last place. Right. You did nothing. This is a reflection on the fucking coaching. So if you have all these guys and you did dick, it's time to change up your coaching. It's well, time they to want to. They're trying to save face on that one uh, on that mistake because you know they brought 2018. They brought Alex Cora in, and he wins a championship and and the the whole front office is like, oh my god, we did it! Wow, like how smart are we? This guy's amazing. Not thinking that you know, the 2017 championship was going to unravel and and become like, quote unquote, cheating. And then, you know, all that shit rolls downhill and they find out that the Astros may or may not have cheated, which, of course, we all know that they did. And yeah. multiple players have come out and said that they have. And then they're like, oh. all right, now we got to what do we do? Like, are we going to oh, do we fire him? Do we suspend him? Do we kick him off the team? So they do this thing where they let him go. And then uh, bring him you back. Know, for a whole year, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, he's out of baseball, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, we're bringing back Alex Cora. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, my God, he's going to save it. And then, like, you know, the 20, <laughs> was it 2020 he was out or was it 2019 he was, the 2020 he was out. 2020 right? he was out. He was out COVID year. Yeah. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, that makes sense because it right? was like, yeah, I, I probably. And then they bring them back in the last place and they're like, hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, I know you don't have the same kind of talent that's on the team, but like your last place. And now this year you're I mean, you know, we'll see what happens this year. I know. I think we all know the outcome this year. I think we're going to be last place again this year, but we're battling for it. Yeah. But I mean, we are battling. We're doing, we're doing good against decent teams, but again, we don't have any pitching. It's just no. the lack of pitching. There's no one it's... there in the bullpen. There's no one in the bullpen. There's maybe two starters that uh, you can be like, okay, these guys are starting. We might win. The team itself it's... is. Seems like they're it's very close. Decent. Knit. It's yeah, they're decent. very they're very tight knit. They're a very um, tight knit team. Yeah. Raphael um, Devers, Justin Turner, Kiki Hernandez. Kike. What did Kike. I say? Kiki? Yeah. Kiki. Oh. You love me. You love me. You love me. Kike Hernandez. Uh, you know, obviously Kike and Justin Turner have a very strong relationship. What's his name? Uh dude, Yoshida's. I love Yoshi. Oh yeah, he's good. Him. Of course, he's hurt now, but you know. yeah, but I love him. He'll be fine. He's gonna yeah. make we. You're gonna put a little bit of that bomb on it. He'll be the fine. Tiger bomb. Or, yeah, whatever it is, CBS? just put it all over your bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think it burns if you put it on the bottom. Yeah, put it wherever you want. Uh, if it burns, know. it's working. I don't know. <laughs> Most people don't say that when it burns when they pee. But uh, uh, yeah, I, it's just I don't working. know. It's it's time. It, We'll see after this year if if the Red Sox keep Alex Cora after this year, if if the results are shit, then I think there's a problem with like the upper front office, which I'm talking yes. about, like ownership. Be like, yep, and not that of course you can't fire ownership unless they do something out of pocket and then the league comes down on them. But it, it, I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. It's just I'm just ready for VTech to be the man. The Clean the house. Give me Vita. Do you think he's like, ready though to take over? I don't think he wants it. I don't think he to wants be honest, it. Either. I don't think he wants it. I think he loves working with the pitchers and the catchers. Yeah. You know, he loves it so much. I mean, he's had a lot of great catchers come up under him. Right. I mean, except for fucking Jack Off. But uh don't I we went... have that other guy from San Diego, the guy that he's looks like current... Aquaman. Yeah, he's currently playing. He is having a tremendous season down in Worcester. Like oh, a really, what? he's playing in Worcester. Well, Can that's we the push thing. Connor Wong <clears throat> down or Reese McGuire down to AAA and bring up. Bring up. There's got to be some kind of craziness and some kind of contract. I actually, here's the thing the Woo Sox are playing hella amazing down there. And you have um, Bayo is, I think now he's going to Worcester for rehab, but um, I'm ready for him to come back. Like I'm ready to see what this kid does. Yeah. Um, but it's something that I actually like to see Worcester have in this kind of magic and this kind of team, because then when we decide to 
kill the cap that we have, the salary cap, and just eliminate everyone. We know the product that is ready to come up, and we can just start bringing this product up because they are playing really well down in Worcester. All right, so we, like, spiraled. Yeah, we did. Goddamn, that fucking Fenway group. It's all LeBron James's fault because he (sighs) got stake in fucking... That's another reason why I hate the Fenway group. Same Z's. Mm. The day that he showed up in that Mario Lemieux jersey, a piece of me died, and it was yeah. my right foot. That's why I they mean, missed it's the not playoffs. diabetes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's why. Fuck you, Bron Bron. Bron, all right. Bron, get the the Drake curse. Let's get into this biggest pickle. Boy, uh, the biggest pickle this week. Our, uh we're gonna do this as a collective whole. Is the keyboard tough guys that made online threats to Demar Derozan's daughter online. Yeah. Um. All right, I'll, I'll let you go with it, and then I'll, I'll talk about it as well. So during the game, she was screaming a scream heard around the world. Like you could hear this clear as day on the TV, and she was doing it while the Raptors were shooting free throws, and it worked. I mean, they were missing shit like whoa. Um. So it's something where a lot of people were saying a lot of shit about her and were threatening her life and were threatening her. Um, come to find out, she didn't have a security escort out. Um, she actually stayed with her father the whole time. And the reasoning why she won't be at the other games. I mean, this is also what Damar is saying. So we don't know. I don't know if he's saying it to like downplay it to kind of keep her ch- like calm or whatever. Right. Um, but he said that she won't be at the games because... She has to go back to school. Hmm. So, you know, but she was there and people were pissed, like unbelievably pissed. I'm like, really? Like, she's just it's just a fucking kid. Yeah, I, I, I know. And you and you try to remember that it's just a kid. But when you're watching the game on TV and you're constantly hearing someone scream like that like it was one of those blood curdling screams it was blood curdling i don't know about the rest of the world but it made me turn the tv off cuz i didn't want to watch it anymore now i'm not saying like i have children and they do they do that kind of shit too where it's like they you know they scream and they have they fun scream it's kids having fun i understand it's kids having fun but like the first and Second, maybe third time. It's funny. After that, I, I I'm gonna assume that she wasn't sitting in the stands alone, right? No. She had someone with her. Yeah. After like the third time of screaming, can't somebody just who's with her, whether it's her mom or her babysitter or whatever, just tell her, okay, honey, it, it's funny, but it, it's old now. You know, pump the brakes. Like, let's pump the brakes. I can't imagine that they they didn't lose viewership on that on that game. And you could hear it. It you was can hear so it clear loud. as day. And, and in fact, like I'm watching the game, and my wife walked in to the living room, and she goes, "Who is that screaming?" And at the time, I had no idea. I thought it was just like some crazy drunk fan, you know, not knowing that it was DeRozan's daughter. And then, like, of course, like you go on Twitter, and I'm like. After I shut the game off, I'm like, who, who the hell is screaming? And then I find out who it is. I can't imagine it was comfortable for anybody around her either. And whether you're, you know, the Bulls fan or whatever, and you're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> you know, you egg her on. But like, oh, yeah, scream again. They're they're about to do the a free throw. And she screams and everyone laughs. But after like a couple of times, you're like, all right, I, you got to stop or I'm leaving or you gotta go or something. And obviously you can't go because you're a basketball player's daughter. So I have to leave and I'm going to ruin my day. You also don't know what, like in that section, it was like where if people were like, yes, keep doing it because we really like you're, you have some kind of mojo that's like making them miss. Like, you know, it's fandom is wild. So a lot of superstition, like if it's, if it worked the first three times, you're not going to break it. You're going to have her do it the rest of the game because it's going to help in the end. So like, that's going to be the fandom mindset, especially drinking beers and all this stuff and mix it all together. Now, Here's where I come in on the flip side of things for it. I don't give a fuck. Kudos to her. Like, not for nothing. This this is your job. And if you look at how college basketball is and the shit that's happening behind the basket, 
with people holding objects, screaming at the top of their lungs, waving everything. Like if you at this point can't make that shot because you, I don't know what to tell you. It's called a free throw. Right. This is a free shot for you. This you should have been practicing from for uh, fundamentals since you were a wee taught. It doesn't matter what noise is happening around you. It's not the girl who's screaming. Right. It's right, you. Right. So that's just my take too. And like NBA is so everyone's just like in their seats and they're so quiet and they're like. No, I'm just saying that it was just annoying to hear her scream. Maybe, oh, I'm maybe not, because I'm, I'm not I'm not a Bulls or a Raptors fan, and it it didn't bother me. You know, it doesn't. I don't care one way or another. But like, I'm not defending that. I agree. TV. The scream was a lot. Yeah. It was much. But like, that's the that's the thing. Like, it's like watching fucking like Duke play. Like, I don't like like I don't care for Duke. But you yeah. see, like their fans are like they're gonna bring in like they'll they'll hold up toilet seats like why are you holding up a toilet seat i don't know because the player he was throwing up on this last week it's lucky we're gonna right, you know it's right. just whatever it is just but what yeah, what you're saying though what i totally get like regardless if this girl is annoying and she's screaming and everything you're you're forgetting the fact that she's a little kid and like for you to make an internet threat about her and like to threaten her life, that's fucking low. It's fucked. Like she's that's a fucked. little kid. Like yeah, she's that's... just having a good time. Her dad's playing the game. You know, like that's messed up that you're you're yep. threatening this little girl's life. Like, come on. Like, get over it. I know it was annoying, but you know what? Yeah, come on. Like, please. Big balls Barry. Big you balls know? Barry. Behind the computer. Dink, 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 dink. Yeah. Like that's that's gotta be that's like the lowest of low threaten us a, a, a small child. Threaten or the a life child in of general. a threaten the life of a small child because your team lost. Yeah. And they lost because uh, this little girl was screaming. Please get the fuck out. Get out. Get out. Get out of your mom's basement. Go out and feel the sun on your face. Get out there, maybe like find a girlfriend, boyfriend, uh, uh, hollow it out, uh, guava melon cantaloupe? or whatever. I was gonna say, you said guava, I said cantaloupe. Yeah. Nice. You know, I like, like that we both said melons. Yeah, <laughs> right? Like just get out there, you know? I mean, I come mean, on. hey, an apple pie. Remember that yeah. was all the rage? Just, just go whatever. back. Just figure it out. Homemade flashlight with mashed potatoes. Whatever. Go back to one of our older <laughs> episodes on IAPradio.com. <laughs> I mean, just don't be a don't be a fucking loser. Leave the yes. kid alone. I know she's annoying, leave but the fucking leave the kid alone. So annoying. But you know what? Do your fucking tell your team to do their job and then you won't have this problem. Yeah. Tell Drake to get stop wearing the Raptors jersey. Maybe they'll win. All right, let's get out of here. That's going to do it here for us at IEP Radio. Thank you so much for listening. Go over to IEPRadio.com and check out our Twitter, our Instagram, our YouTube. Follow, like, and subscribe and do all that great stuff for us. Go over to Daddy-O Sports Cards and go check out Sarah's Sports Cards. Uh, she's on Instagram, of course. And, uh, yeah, that, I, I, think that's, I think that's it. Sarah, you got anything? I think that's it. That's it. I got, I got nothing. Yeah, Sarah's too hard for the show. So, all right. So, <laughs> for Sarah Ritalik, I'm Dave Houghton, and we will see you next time. IEP Bye. Bye. Bye.